A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. If you enjoy powerful stories of revenge, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by HazardDroid13, the time my dad's friend crushed a guy's hands for harming me. Context, my dad earned a lot of respect in our local area, as he'll always help out his friends with anything they need. So without exaggeration, there's a fairly large number of regulars at our local pub that will happily do the same for him. And I mean it as they would most likely happily go to prison to look after my parent, my sister, and me. Anyways, I do a lot of walking. Both went home and at uni, and I was walking through our local park at home, and I noticed someone following me. Basically, I'm more or less bricking it as I'm not willing to get my phone out in case he takes it, and I'm in the least populated area of the park where there's only two people. I decide to speed up so that hopefully more people will act as a deterrent. The guy starts talking BS to me, saying he needs help as his brother got stabbed. I knew he was talking rubbish as he was perfectly calm and relaxed and I walked past him two minutes ago chatting with his mate. I tell him to leave me alone and he kicks out at me taking my legs away and making me basically land with my full weight on my left knee. God that hurt when my adrenaline ran out. I got up because I didn't want to be kicked to a pulp and made my way over to a dog walker who had just entered this area of the park. He allowed me to get to the cafe where I called my sister. She and my mom come pick me up from there and took me home. I put an ice pack on my ankle cause him booting it as hard as he could made it bend wrong. Could still use it so I knew it was fine. Anyways, my mom called my dad who was at the pub with his mates. The ones who were willing to do anything to keep my sister and I safe. My mom relayed a very basic description from me to him and not long later he was home due to worry. My ankle kept seizing up by sitting on the sofa so I got up and helped my mom with dinner. At this point, it seizing up was more painful than standing. While helping, I went to get something from the fridge. Our fridge is in the lounge right next to the kitchen, but not actually in the kitchen. And my dad pulled me aside and said that his friend had caught up to the guy that did it and got revenge for me. They asked if he had gotten into an altercation with someone in the park. He said yes, and they threw him to the ground, stomped on his hands and phone, and threw his earphones down the drain. The fallout, every time I walked through that park, especially that bit of it which I've only gone through twice in nearly three months, I get irrationally nervous and pay extreme amounts of attention to everyone I see. Never saw him again though. I've also been left with a knee that hurts every now and then, as well as if I accidentally bend it in certain ways that are usually fine. Again, I'm not worried about it as, while at uni, I walk nearly 10 miles a day and only occasionally need to stop to let it rest. Moral of the story, Don't freak with people if you don't think you can deal with a group of alcohol-fueled Londoners who are protective of your victim and his family. I mean, how about just don't be a creep in general? Considering this guy got tracked down, held down and their hands stomped on, do you feel bad for them at all or do you feel like this is exactly what they deserved? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Tachanka is the 420 God. I got him thrown in jail and ruined his relationship of 5 years. The past 2.5 months, I've been in a rehab center. It was supposed to be a 3 month stay, but another resident, let's call him Butt, decided to fake me out and get me booted from the program. While I was showering, he decided to put a vape in my shorts and get the staff to check my room. 
I got kicked out and I thought he was going to get to stay, but that's where the revenge comes in. I knew he had more than just one vape. This dude is a fiend, he wouldn't sacrifice his only device to get me out of there. I decided to get even. Before I left, I pulled a stunt. I went to the staff and told them about him contacting his girlfriend, whom he had a no contact order with. After doing so, I went to the director and told him where the butt stash was. I ain't no snitch, but if you freak with me, I'm freaking you too. The director searched his stash and found a ridiculous amount of contraband. Though I was still kicked out of the program, I got the satisfaction of seeing him cry as he was led out of the building in cuffs with two more charges on his head, knowing he won't see the outside world for two years or more. I mean, in a situation like that, if you're going to go and sink somebody who isn't even guilty for the thing you got them caught with, I feel like it comes with the territory to expect some kind of target on your back, right? And our final story of the day is by an anonymous poster, Scumbag of a brother did everything to ruin my life, such as saying it was my fault my parents died, suing me non-stop, etc. It did not work out well for him. This is my first and probably last post ever, but I need to get this off my chest. Only the people who were involved in court know about this, but most of them are already dead or sick. This is why I never talked about this with anyone since it happened 12 years ago. Before I start, I need to clarify some stuff. I'm from Germany, so I'm sorry for any mistakes. The school system is like this. Elementary school is from 1st to 4th grade, followed by middle school and high school all together from 5th to 13th grade, and finally college or university. Since I got into middle school, I had a goal. I wanted to move to a foreign country and get a nice job there after studying something like business management. I set the bar very high because I grew up in a family of drug addicts, dealers, and abusive parents and brother. Basically, I had this goal. I always put pressure on myself unintentionally. I got to middle school by the age of 9, which was a year earlier than everyone. I got to school earlier since I could already read and write in kindergarten. By the age of 12, I learned three new languages. English to an extent where I could easily talk to Americans and Brits, Japanese like a local elementary student, and Spanish so I could also kind of talk to Spanish people. Fast forward to 13th grade, my life was heck throughout school, since I got beatings at home for not being able to sell and cook drugs and barely had any friends because of my clothes that always had holes in them. Even though I was close to ending things, I never gave up on my goal and had only A's since 5th grade. I barely ever got B's. I had finished high school with a GPA of 4.0. I'm not sure if that's correct, I just know I had the best possible GPA. I don't know how to convert a German GPA to an American GPA. I had finished university and studied business management. At this point, my parents had both passed, and the only person I knew pretty much was my brother, who was still a jerk. I never really talked to him, I just knew that he had done something with sports in his career. Everything went like I always dreamed, except for the foreign country part. At 30, I had a wife and two kids, average income, and all in all an average life. I never was really happy with that because of the high expectations I had of myself. I tried to accept it, but I always felt like I threw my potential away. I fell into a deep depression when I was 33. My wife left me because of it and took the kids with her. And here I was again, alone, depressed, wanting to end things. The only person I knew and was comfortable with calling was my brother, who I hadn't seen for years. I thought he'd become a down-to-earth guy because, on the phone, he genuinely sounded like he was trying to help me. 
I was in debt, so I had to sell my car and take a train to the town where he lived. When I finally got there, he still seemed like he was trying to be helpful. He even offered me money, which I didn't want to accept. He took me into his place, which was surprisingly big. How did he get such a big house? He never did anything for school. He had always been a jerk, and all he did was think of sports and spend time with his friends doing drugs. I couldn't get that question out of my head, so I just had to ask him. The answer I got was, with hard work of course. Hard work? He never did anything, and I knew he hadn't done anything since I'd last seen him. To confirm this, I asked his wife, which she said that he was just lucky. He had won the lottery. He won 2.7 million euros and did some lucky investments. A lazy, abusive piece of crap had more money and a better life than me. I couldn't get over this, but since he was being nice and letting me stay at his place, I didn't mention it. After three months of staying at his place, he offered me a place in his company. I didn't know anything about his company and about this line of work. Keep in mind that I was still depressed and desperate. I accepted the offer, and he intentionally gave me a task in his company that was extremely hard to complete, and the others warned me, but I didn't listen. I had messed up. I destroyed a machine that would cost around 150000 to replace. I tried to explain to him that I couldn't give him the money because I was in debt. He sued me and he won. My depression sucked me into a deep dark hole further and further. After an attempt, I got sent to a mental health clinic and I spent a little over a year there. I was 35 when I got out. My depression wasn't gone, but they decided that I wasn't trying to end everything. The first person I saw when I got out was my brother. He was waiting in the entrance area, and the first words he said to me were, can't get a decent job, can't get the wife to stay, and can't even end things. What can you do? I was furious. I couldn't hold back, and I punched him in the face as hard as I could and broke his jaw. And when he fell on the ground, he lost a tooth. Can you guess what happened again? Right. I got sued again, and he won again. I couldn't pay for the medical bills, so I got a loan. Everything seemed okay until I turned 38. I had paid off the loan but was still in debt. I was relatively happy with life at this point, until the day everything was ruined again. My brother decided to pay me a visit. He greeted me with the words, You thought I would let you off with the medical bills? You probably knew, but everything I did for you was just a plan to make you end things. You were the reason mom and dad passed. Roughly, of course, I can't remember his words exactly. Excuse me? I was the reason? They were drug addicts and I didn't want to have anything to do with them. I said something like, This will not end well if you don't leave me alone. You already ruined everything for me, isn't that enough? He told me that he would not leave me alone until I ended things. He brought my kids up again, and my wife, and everything that had failed. I had lost it and started to beat him. I hit him for about five minutes when I realized that I had done something terrible. He was laying in a pool of blood and I panicked. I called the cops on myself, and a few weeks later, the court decided what my punishment would be. Since I gave myself up to the cops, my time got reduced from the original 13 years to 10. They knew that I was probably going to end things as soon as I got into prison. They put me in a cell that was supervised 24-7 so I couldn't even try. These 10 years opened my eyes. I had been a selfish jerk to my wife and kids and always thought about my stupid career. I was the reason all of this happened. I was the reason my wife left me and my life seemed worthless. As soon as I got out, 
I started to search for a job and even though I'd been to prison, I found a job soon. It has now been two years since I got out and I'm the happiest I've ever been. I don't regret killing my brother one single bit. Not only did I help myself with it, but also his wife, who got his money, and everyone he had oppressed and assaulted over the past few years. His wife was happy he wasn't there anymore, because he was hurting her constantly. I have a below average income, but a loving girlfriend who knows I was in prison, but doesn't know the circumstances. I live in a small, cozy apartment, and I'm happy to live my new life. I have another edit for those who are interested in what happened to me. I finally made contact with my kids and ex-wife. Of course, we didn't just hit it off right away, but we had some deep, interesting conversations. And I think in the future, our relationships will improve to a point where they don't hate me. All I can really say in this situation is, you can't really blame OP for what they, well, I was gonna say you can't, but I mean, it's, it is what it is, it's murder. But if there was ever a time where you came close to being able to excuse such a thing, it would be what OP's brother did to them which was trying to destroy their entire life and trying to push them to the brink. I think a really interesting thing here though is OP said that they have a girlfriend who knows they were in prison but doesn't know the circumstances of why OP was in prison. Do you guys think that in a relationship like this that OP should be pretty transparent as to why they were in prison? Or do you think that considering it was really a thing of the past and not reflective of who OP truly is as a person, that it's okay to kind of skimp out on the details of why exactly they were locked up? I'd be really interested to hear what you guys think in the comments down below. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all three of these stories that I've read for you today, which one was your personal favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.